My Hockey Hero is proudly supported by eBay Canada. My name is Dean. Ever since I was a kid, I collected hockey cards with spare change my dad gave me. As a black person, to see others like me on the ice inspired me. I didn't see myself as a black hockey player. I saw myself as a hockey player. They were my role models and showed me hockey is a game for everyone. When you're on a hockey card, it's, it's pretty cool. I've collected 100 rookie cards for NHL's black and biracial players, and I'm going to talk to all of them so you can learn their stories. but not tough enough here for the leading penalty getter in the NHL and Peter Worrell. You know, I don't quite understand this because... Peter Worrell was born in 1977 in Quebec. He played for the Florida Panthers and the Colorado Avalanche. So how does Peter feel when he sees his rookie card? Just kind of that I made it, you know, it was, uh, you know, just growing up as a kid, you know, always being around the hockey cards and always, you know, kind of just dreaming to have one one day. Um, you know, I remember seeing it the first time and just feeling like, man, I, 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 I made it. I, I got to where I wanted to get to. Peter grew up happily in a community full of opportunities to play hockey. Uh, I mean, I basically grew up in, in Montreal, uh, in the West Island of Montreal, uh, a town called Pierrefonds. Uh, very proud of, proud of. Um, you know, I grew up as a younger brother. I had a brother uh, seven years older than me. Uh, we are diametrically opposed, I guess, in, uh, physically. Um, you know, he's, uh, you know, the five five ten uh, soccer player build guy and, um, you know, great on the dance floor and very charming. And I was the uh, the big brute <laughs> came coming underneath him. So. Um, you know, I had, a, I had a really, you know, I had a really idyllic life. Uh, life. I mean, uh, you know, mom and dad together, uh, both bankers, and um, we had a nice, you know, backyard, and we grew up in a nice neighborhood. And um, you know, we were, we were, you know, my family's from Barbados, so um, in their mindset, you know, for for both me and my brother, fine friends, they put us in hockey. You know, that was kind of what everybody did. We played it in. Uh, in, in the neighborhood, we played it in, at, at the, you know, on the street corners. And then we, you know, ended up getting into the rink. And um, again, I had a, I had a really uh, lucky, lucky experience. I, I had some really good people around me, some really good families, some really good coaches, uh, especially on and, and it, and it uh, sparked my love. Peter has some early on ice memories that got him hooked on hockey. It was, um, I can't, I don't even remember my, my coach. I, I remember we played a tournament in Dollard and it was, um, it was like a big deal. It was uh, myself against uh, PJ Stock and, or uh, Dean Stock. And we were like the big scorers and uh, he was playing for Dollard. I was playing for Pierrefonds. And uh, I remember we won that tournament and, and uh, I was like five. I think it was like, yeah, I was a, just a kid. Um but it was, um, you know, it was the first time winning something like that. And, and uh, um, you know, we had a, we had a blast. And, and you know, it, it was weird because literally, I think, like two years later, uh, literally every guy that was on that other team ended up being my teammates. We ended up, like, our, our cities merged to be uh, for the AA level. And, and those guys were my teammates, uh, you know, Dean Stock, Jason Birmingham, Jason Doig, 
um, you know, uh, those guys were my teammates every year until uh, I think we all went up to junior. So it was uh, it was a memorable time. We you know we had a blast, uh, and it was always nice that I could always hold that one over. He had natural talent, but had to learn the importance of hard work. Uh, I was a forward all my whole life. Um, you know, back then, I, yeah, I was really good. I mean, I was, you know, I was, you know, I was bigger, stronger than everybody else. I was, you know, I had a little, I had an advantage in that aspect. I could score goals. Um, but, you know, I didn't have the work ethic that I would have later on. And uh, I was kind of lazy, to be honest with you. And, and uh, you know, a lot of, a lot of players caught up to me. I mean, that was the one great thing about my neighborhood. Uh, there was a lot of really good hockey players. And if you weren't on your P's and Q's, uh, you can get cut every year. So like every guy that I grew up with uh, who made it, you know, again, at least a junior, I uh, got cut at least once, you know, during their stage growing up. And it was, uh, it wasn't a woe is me type thing. It wasn't, you know, try to find the next program that might give you a shot. It was, you go down to the second team, you work your tail off. And uh, if this is something that you really liked, you, you, you were going to work your tail off and get yourself back onto the top team. So, Oh, it sucked when it happens. Don't get me wrong. I, I'm not going to sit here and say like, oh, you know, we 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 learned our lessons from day one. No, it it sucked. There was a lot of tears. There was a lot of like, what was me? But, um, you know, eventually you 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 know you're, you know, I know my dad was just like, look, man, like you're either going to do it or you don't. Like I don't have to put this five hundred dollars a year playing hockey. I could buy a boat. So like, if you're not going to work hard, like, trust me, I could do other things with this. So. Hockey was my love. It's what I wanted to do. It's what I wanted to play. Uh, I played every other sport, but like hockey was my 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 jam. And um, I also was uh, highly competitive. I was also, you know, uh, I don't want to say ego, but I I I I really I always felt I was the best player, you know. And 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 when when I got knocked down, it was it was humbling, but it was it got me mad, and it it wanted to prove. I wanted to prove, you know, they were wrong. You know, I wanted to prove that, that they made a mistake and, and, um, you know, and, and, and get back to where, where I felt, you know, I should have been. So did Peter always think professional hockey was his future? I, I never even thought of it that way. Honestly, I, I, it wasn't, um, you know, I didn't think of it like in terms of, you know, when in Wee or Bantam or any of those age groups, like even the next step, uh, it was honestly just trying to be on the top team every year and trying to, and try to make the next year. Um, um, you know, again, I, I was playing a lot of sports. So like, you know, when it was hockey season, it was kind of hockey season. And I, I focused on that. Um, but I, I was, you know, I had my mind on a lot of things. Like I didn't know what I wanted to do. Like I, I'm not going to sit here and say, um, you know, at seven years old, I knew I wanted to be a hockey player. I, 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 I was hoping I could be. Um, certainly that would be the long-term goal, but, uh, realistically it was just, could I be the best guy in the neighborhood? <laughs> like, let's start with that and let's just see what the next year, you know, brought. Um, and again, like we had a lot of really good guys in the neighborhood. I mean, um, you know, obviously Vinny was, was the main, ended up being the main guy, but you know, he was a, he was a thir third line kid on our teams. You know, like we had a lot of guys, um, you know, they've gone on to do a lot of other things, but like, you know, uh, you know, Jim Montgomery, coach of a uh, thing was, is from my neighborhood. Um, um, uh, Enrico Ciccone, the, I guess the, the minister of sports in Quebec is grew up in my neighborhood. Right. So, I mean, 
and I go up and down the list. I said PJ Stock and 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 a whole bunch of other guys. Uh, Peter White. Uh, you know, we we had a lot of really good players. Um, the GM of the of the Canadians, uh, Ryan uh, uh, Kent and Ryan Hughes, were, were we we grew up with, and uh, they were guys that actually helped me out a lot uh, when I started my junior career. Um, just helping me learn, understand what, what I had to do. Hockey wasn't Peter's only option. His natural talent had opened up doors into other pro sports careers. I, I, I could have played at least for Canada, uh, in soccer and water polo It'd be <laughs> really weird. Um, but I played basketball, um, at six, seven back then they wanted me to be a, a center. Uh, that didn't really comport to a long career. <laughs> um, I played, I think I played football for a little bit, um, but I wanted to be a safety. They, they wanted me to play the line. Uh, so I just moved on. Uh, tennis, volleyball, um, everything but golf, I guess. Golf and baseball, of course, I didn't play. But hockey was his true passion. However, other sports he played gave him a huge advantage. I'd also say, I'd also throw out just the mental aspect of it, right? Like it's nice to get away from it. Like if you're, if you're five, eight years old and, and all you do is every day of hockey, I, 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 I know, and I get that you love the game and I understand that, but that's where a lot of guys burn out, you know, like you, especially if you're playing the higher end or thing and you know, you're, 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 tri- you're, you're a, a triple A superstar at 10 years or eight years old. You know, you're, 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 you're going to be on that grind for a long time. At the end of the day, like what people don't take into account are the best players are the best athletes, right? So we, we, we do a lot of like this intensive training and, and, and focus on just being, you know, all this skill stuff. And it doesn't mean much when a guy could just be athletically and just move by you, right? Like, uh, you know, when they, when they can marry the two, you know, that's when you get, you know, the, the Connor McDavid's and the, and the Sidney Crosby's, but realistically the best players are the best athletes, you know, and, and uh, to be an athlete, it's not just, you know, skating up and down the line. It's finding out different ways to use your body. I, again, like I was pretty good along the boards and doing stuff like that. A lot of that was from water polo, like just learning how to, how to fend guys off. Uh, and use your hips to to try to you know get some room to get a shot off. You know, um, it's a lot like you know playing in uh, in the you know in the, in the lane in basketball, right? So, um, you know, obviously, um, you know, soccer was 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 helpful in, in terms of not only the physical but just kind of how to think the game a little bit too, right? Like it's not just a straightforward north south game. Like you can go east to west, you can go back to the point, you can you can use you can have a varied attack, you know? So, um, no, playing other sports, you know, it's, I say till I'm blue in the face, but it, it's going to make you a better player in the sport that you love. Uh, but somehow, um, you know, people have been convinced that if you're not on the ice 365 days a year, working with a skills coach who's, you know, has these really cool looking drills that you can't advance when, realistically they have no basis on, on how to play. Um, and you're, you're better off in a lot of ways playing other sports and, and, and hitting the gym and, and, and becoming, you know, stronger athletic, learn how to use your body a little bit. Peter was eventually drafted into the Quebec major junior hockey league. 
And it taught him any lessons. I remember going to my uh, mid to AAA tryouts with with Lock St. Louis and and uh, led the led the team in scoring and tryouts and you know felt like you know I was ready to have a good year. And on the last day of tryouts, I got called in the office and told I got cut. So uh, I went back to my AA team. I was you know again not happy, um, and it, it was time to prove people wrong again. And I just went to work. Um, I was lucky enough playing a tournament um, that year that, you know, I had a, had a good weekend and, uh, you know, a scout, uh, this guy, Frank, Frank Deegan saw me and, um, you know, he put in a good word uh, with Hall and they decided to, to give a shot and get, get me drafted. Uh, you know, the main thing he told me was like, Pete, just, just back check. You know, everything else will come to it, but just be the best back check you can. And uh, I went into that camp in Hall that year. I was, I think I was an 11th round pick. I wasn't expected to make the team. I didn't think I was going to make the team. I was, I, I was, uh, I think I was like a first round pick in the junior A league. So I was expecting to go there, to be honest here. Um, but I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go out there and, and, you know, give it my best. And uh, if I'm lucky enough, uh, I can make it to the last week. And I know that uh, they would tell you that they, they'd buy you a new pair of skates. So I was like, you know, if I can get to that point, I, I, I'd be pretty pleased. And uh, I went to the camp and I just, like I said, I just put my head down and just try to be the best back checker I could. And first cuts came and, you know, stay, stay around. The next wave came. I was still around, still around, still around. Until um, we got to like opening day and they were like, Pete, you're, you're here. You know, so um, obviously I had a lot, a lot of things to work on. That first year um, was humbling in, in a lot of ways where, you know, even though I was on the team, um it wasn't anything that I've ever had. I've always been, you know, one of the, you know, uh, a, a premier score, I guess at that point, I, that's where I thought my head was at. Um, but it was, you know, learning uh, that that's not who you're going to be. Um, you know, you can add that stuff to it, but like your, your game is going to be a more physical game. You're going to have to, you're going to have to improve your skating you're gonna have to improve uh, your conditioning and your strength and all that stuff. And they were willing to invest in me. Claude Julia used to always say that, you know, to be successful, uh, be a successful team, you have to be kind of a, like a car engine, right? Everything works independently of each other. They have different functions, but if if any of those are taken out, the car doesn't work, right? So that year, my first year, I I, I, I kind of found a role for myself. If you're enjoying My Hockey Hero and thinking about starting your own hockey card collection, I'd suggest you start with eBay eBay is all about connecting communities and fueling passions. Because of its thriving card collector community, I was able to make my dream come true by collecting the rookie cards of the NHL's black and biracial players. Start your own collection at ebay.ca slash hockey cards. As Peter grew, finding his place on the team, eventually he got drafted to the NHL. Uh, Back then the draft was all in one day, right? So, um... We were sitting in the restaurant, uh, didn't hear, didn't hear anything. None of us heard anything. So we all kind of just went home. I think I, I woke up, my dad woke me up like at like six in the morning or something like that. And was like, Hey, I just read the paper. You, you got drafted. I was like, yeah, great. Went back to bed. Um, and then like a couple hours later when I finally actually woke up, um, you know, went to the bathroom, grabbed the, grabbed the paper and I was like, Oh, Dang. Like I was looking for all my guys trying to see my teammates and everything to see if they got drafted and, and got to, got to my name. And I was like, wow, 
Um, so we, we had a little bit of a celebration in the house. Um, weren't sure it was real, but it was like, it's in the paper. It's gotta be real. Right. Um, it wasn't until like the, the next day where Florida finally got a hold of me. I guess they'd been calling the wrong person all night. So they, they kept, uh, they, some, they, some old lady thought they were just pranking her. <laughs> when they finally, uh, did get to me and, and, and it made it real. It was just, it was, uh, it was just a really special moment. Like, you know, again, it, it felt like, you know, the hard work had paid off. Um, little that I know that it was meant nothing. Like there was so much more work to do. Uh, I think I spent that summer, like, you know, kind of high on the hog, like feeling pretty good about myself. And that, again, that was probably, probably the reasons I, I was, if, if, if they could only make their, for that first cut at 12 o'clock, uh, they cut me at 12, 12 o'clock and 59 seconds. Right. So, um, you know, it, 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 but again, it was, uh, you know, I, I don't want to, uh, talk down about it. I mean, obviously I, I know how lucky and how special it was to get drafted. I, I, you know, I had so many friends that I grew up with who were great hockey players who were great people that didn't have that opportunity. So, uh, it was, it was special. Um, you know, it, it, I was, I was, I felt really happy, uh, going to a team that was, you know, an expansion team. Uh, thought I had, thought I had a shot. Uh, and then they went and go to the Stanley Cup Finals that year, and I was like, "Oh, maybe not. <laughs> we'll, see, we'll see what happens." Peter began his NHL career with the Florida Panthers, and his first game is very memorable for him. Yeah, it was in uh, the old Meadowlands in Jersey. Um, road game, afternoon game, just the bundles bundles of energy and joy and ex- excitement. Uh, my dad was able to be there. His, his, uh, his, his girlfriend at the time lived in, in New Rochelle. Uh, so it was a real easy trip for him to, to come up into the game. And uh, my brother made it up and it was, you know, a real nice family affair. Um, you know, I stepped on the ice for my first shift and uh, I want to say Gord Murphy gave me a pass. So he split the defense, had a breakaway and on Broder didn't score, but I was like, Oh man, this, this league's easy. <laughs> I'm gonna light this league up like I did every other league, right? And and uh, that that didn't work. That didn't happen. So, um, but it was it was yeah. It just really felt special, and and um, you know it it was um, again a culmination. It was a dream. Like I I I didn't want anybody to pinch me. I didn't want anybody to wake me up. Um, I knew I knew how hard I worked to get there, and 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 um, you know. And and all the uh, and all the helping hands that I had along the way, uh, again the the staff and and the hockey operations in the Hall Olympics were were incredible for me. Uh, I was fortunate enough to go to Florida uh, with Brian Murray and Terry Murray and uh, Cliff uh, Cliff and um, uh, I was fortunate enough. Uh, Mr. Tory Bill Tory was there that that all you know kind of really believed in me and and, and it was kind of weird, you know this this black kid from Montreal that these guys were, 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 uh, seeing themselves in. Um, and it just gave me an opportunity to, to, to try to, you know, uh, do the best I could for Peter played an amazing seven seasons in the NHL and had some incredible experiences, but he has experienced racism and one moment stands out. It was my rookie year. Um, you know, I was a fourth line hopeful guy on that team. You know, playing a couple minutes a game at best. 
Uh, we were in a playoff series against uh, Bopar, who was at that time was was the favorite to to win the Quebec League. They were they were supposed to walk all over us, you know. From the moment we stepped on the ice for warm up, uh, there was a one particular fan. Um, I don't even want to call him a fan. It was a, a particular person at the game that um, you know came with his bullhorn and uh, you know proceeded for the next you know three hours to say every uh stereotype racist thing that he possibly could about me and about my 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 team and my organization i i didn't have a fa- i didn't factor in the game at all i didn't get a shift <laughs> it was one of those games right so i was sitting on the bench as a 17 year old kid and just having to take the abuse and the abuse and and it was it was tough and and there was you know trying to fight back tears a lot of time and um you know, I, you know, the teammates coming back to the bench and just, you know, giving me stick taps and like, you know, we're with you, we're with you. But it was, it was a really tough experience. And, and, you know, the fact that they, uh, you know, their team beat us hurt. The fact that their captain at the time was a guy that I skated with in the summer, uh, Ian McIntyre, who was a black, was a black man himself. Um, and, and how frustrated and disappointed he was. Um, and apologetic he was at the at the time. He might, you know, he he stood out more, I guess, I guess, on on, on players of that team. But they, they had other guys. I mean, even uh, de- games later, uh, I think that Eric Daze was their big star. I mean, he even said something like, you know, I, sorry about that. Um, but you know, it was it was a really tough game, you know. But in a lot of ways, it kind of galvanized our team. Uh, we went back to Hall the next night and. Or, and uh, or for the next game, and um, we took it to him. Coach gave me a lot of trust too in that series too. So he had me lining up against their number one line. You know, you know, my job was to shut down Eric Daze that series, which uh, surprised the hell out of me. <laughs> I think everybody, uh, but we did the job. It was so important for me to to get through it, but it 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 actually helped me just be a better person, you know, and, and, and realize that not everybody's that way. Right. And, 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 and there's, they're just genuinely, genuinely, honestly, good people. And if you're lucky enough to be around those type of people, um, you know, cherish it, you know, cause uh, you know, I know guys who played in other teams in that league uh, that dealt with a lot of those same similar stuff that didn't have that same support that I did, you know? So, um, again, I, I, I say it all the time. I, I lived a charmed life in that aspect, uh, in Hull and in Florida, uh, that I had a lot of people that, that were just genuinely good people that didn't see, you know, the, the a differentiating mark. They just saw me as a, they saw me as a black man, but they saw me as a hockey player first, you know? And, and that's, uh, looking back is, is, is something that, um, I'm very fortunate that I was able to have. Today, Peter is giving back to the game, focusing on growing hockey in Florida. So I was I, I was the hockey director here for the Florida Junior Panthers for the last three or four years. Um, so I was basically just running running everything from from uh, the adult league to the learn to plays and everything in between. So we had, um, you know, about 500 kids. Um, in our uh, between our rec league and uh, and our and our travel program, uh, tier two programs, um, and just trying to set the tone and try to set the uh, the pace of what we were trying to do. 
Um, this year, I, I took a I took a different direction. I'm I'm now the brand ambassador for the organization. Um, so my job is to promote and uh, bring in more people to the game. You know, so um, going to be going out in the, in the different communities down here in South Florida that have not been touched in the 20 something years I've been here, unfortunately, and, and try to try to find different ways to get sticks in people's hands, whether it's on the ice, whether it's on street hockey, uh, whether it's on the beach, what, whatever the case may be. Uh, but just trying to find ways to, um, you know, let, let kids know that there's different options out there and they can have fun playing this game. We're proud to be working with Hockey Equality. Hockey Equality is on a mission to create diversity at all levels of the game of hockey by lowering financial barriers for BIPOC female and other equity-deserving youth hockey players. If you've been moved by the stories shared on this podcast and want to help make hockey accessible to all, check out HockeyEquality.org. If you've enjoyed this podcast but would like to dive deeper, then check out our extended version of this interview at Recognize, Black Hockey Heroes of the NHL. You can click on the link in the show notes or find it wherever you get your podcasts. You can see the cards of the players in my collection at blackhockeycards.com. This has been a Podstarter production. production.